It's the round table on dog post. You hear the jump little children at the beginning there. Josh has told me that he's born ready. I don't quite know what that means. Josh, we've not had a round table that's less. Okay. That's okay. I don't know who jump little children are anyway either, so that's all right. We're, we'll that's, make it through. That's disappointing. Uh, we've It's been a couple of weeks since we talked because that hurricane really jammed us up, uh, believe it or not. But uh, we are four weeks into the season. Georgia is sitting at the number two spot in the country at 4-0. They've had three decisive wins and one, you know, solid win at Missouri. Uh, meanwhile, the rest of the league is, uh, well, Alabama's doing what it's supposed to do. LSU is sort of the surprise team. The Gators uh, have lost to Kentucky for the first time in 30 years. Urban Meyer is back nationally. The Pac-12 looks like a disaster. The Big 12 looks like a disaster. Everybody but Ohio State and the Big 10 looks like a disaster. The ACC is for sure a disaster. College football 2018. Well, here's if you want to wrap up college football 2018, for me, legitimately, the number one question I have across the national landscape of college football, not being a smart aleck, not being facetious, my, my honest-to-goodness most pressing question is, is Kentucky really a good football team? I thought you were going to go with something else. Question. Well, it, 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 that it, kind of sums up. The rest uh, of it's kind of, I mean, the rest of it's kind of boring. So I'm down to, <laughs> is Kentucky a good football team? Uh, and, I, I think they are. And I think we let's talk about Kentucky a little bit later. All right. And, and here's why. I mean, look, Georgia-Tennessee is one of the biggest TV games in college football. It's it's a top 15 television game. You don't get those every week, needless to say. It's not, needless to say, it's not Michigan-Ohio State. Uh, but it is very similar to Georgia-Florida. It's bigger than Texas-Oklahoma somehow. Um, even though it goes up against Texas-Oklahoma, uh, it's bigger than that game over time. Uh, it is a game that it's bigger than UCLA USC. It's it's a it's a game that people tune in to watch. But Tennessee is not at all, Josh. What what has gone What has gone on the last? Really, can you pinpoint when this all went the wrong way for Tennessee? Well, um, I mean, I don't know. I I I don't know that there is ever one moment or one thing or you know. It was a series of. The wrong coaching hire. So you let me Lane Kiffin with yeah, the wrong coaching it, hire. It, but, yeah, okay. Go ahead. Derek Dude, you followed that up with the next wrong coaching hire. You followed it up with another wrong coaching hire. And it, it, at each turn, it just progressively either got worse or got no better. And so after 10 years, literally a decade of being a bad football program, you're officially a bad football program, and it takes a while to get rid of that. And they have, they, and they're, you know, whatever Jeremy Pruitt is going to be, they're not moving in the right direction yet. Well, that's another question. You know, you read Joe Adams at the uh, Knoxville News Sentinel. He said, he wrote this week, he, he wasn't at all sure that, that well, he said definitively that uh, Tennessee was worse this year than they looked last year. I, mean, I would, I would ask you, how is that possible? I mean, they were brutal last year. They were 0-8 they were, they were, they were last year, right? Yeah, and you and I talked Sunday, and there was some confusion. Well, confusion. There was uh, speculation on the phone call. Could they go zero and eight again? And I think they could. I absolutely think they could. Um, so, 
they're just, I mean, they're dreadful. And I mean, and, and you know, I, obviously I know to whom I speak and I know, I know yeah. what we're talking about here, but the, the Georgia Tennessee game holds absolutely no interest to me. You're, I, you're just totally bored with it. Yeah. I mean, what, I mean, I, I will make no effort. Well, I'll watch the game because it'll be on and it's the, and it's the, it's the CBS game, right? Uh, it is. It is almost. And man, I, it is almost mandated to be. Yeah. And I feel. I mean, I feel sort of professionally obligated to keep track of, of what's going on. But if I were a fan, if I were just a, if I were a South Carolina fan and who just had a regular job, I, I would not make any ounce of effort to see Georgia play Tennessee in football. It's just going to be. I mean, it. Tennessee is dreadful. I mean, let me ask you this. So, so Tennessee won it in 98. Uh, and in that time, they've not won the conference since. Uh, they've come close. I mean, 2001 was, was, was sort of a, you know, that's when Nick Saban arrived, beat Tennessee with a 9-3 and LSU team. I think they were 9-3. and I know they had five, five wins only in the league. And they beat Tennessee. They beat them up pretty good, really. Um, in that championship game, uh, and that looked like a team from Tennessee. I mean, it looked like they were going to lose to Georgia on sort of a I don't know about miracle, but a game that they just didn't play as well as Georgia did. And they they went down to Florida and won that game just a little bit after uh, Thanksgiving, and then it looked like they were on the way to play for the national championship. And suddenly, they lost by eleven to LSU in Atlanta. Uh, with Nick Saban as their head coach, LSU was five and three, and from that moment on, uh, Tennessee has just not been the same. They've just—they've not been. They've only been back to Atlanta twice since then, if I'm not mistaken, which was 2004 and 2008. They have been not better. They've only been better than four and four once uh, in the last ten years. They've—they've. Uh, they've, it's it's just been bad. You've gone from Lane Kiff, you've gone from Phil Fulmer to Lane Kiffin to Derek Dooley to Bush Jones, and now you got Jeremy Pruitt, a guy that I I, I kind of can't tell if um, I mean it already seems it already seems and people at Georgia have this heightened sense about Jeremy Pruitt. A lot of the administrative people, a lot of people who have been around the program for a long time. Uh, they are very sensitive about Jeremy Pruitt because they 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 just they had a bad experience with him. Generally speaking, on the administrative administrative side of the thing, a lot of the football people who were around uh, were not big fans of him. But now you've got Jeremy. So I don't know if people are. What I'm trying to say is I don't know if people are sort of overreacting or not. But you know, it has become already four games into this thing. The narrative has has stuck with Jeremy. That he has no um, that it's that he, it, there's a major question about whether he can run this thing the right way, whether he can steer the ship. Basically, is probably the best way to put it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I think the the my question. I, I don't know if it was my question or if it was our question from the get go. Was does he have the temperament slash administrative acumen slash um, I, I don't want to say the word intelligence, but whatever. It is Swabbing. to run a program, and you know I didn't think, you know, so far the the results on the field have not been good. I didn't think right. that 
the kid walk, throwing a kid off. However, that went down the sideline. That's what I wanted to ask. Kid, well, what was a, a that? Kid leaving, a kid leaving the field and the way you handled it post-game, I don't think those are marks in your favor. I don't think, you know, so Pruitt says he asked the kid to leave. The kid comes out later and says, I wasn't asked to leave. Even if you were Pruitt and asked the kid to leave, um, you don't put it out there like that. Um, he said he he said there are no secrets around here. Well, that's just a lie. I'm sure there are plenty of secrets at Tennessee. He just had, you know, he was mad at a kid in the heat of the moment, and so he put there put his business out there on the street. As Steve yeah. Spurrier would say, if that's something that you want to address on your follow, the following day when all the facts are sorted out and you've got a better grip on things, <clears throat> but in the heat of the moment, post game saying, yeah, I told him I told him to leave. It's not a good look. So, you know, we may you may look back on that and say. In 10 years, people are writing the big Jeremy Pruitt features and talking about how that was a learning, you know, a, a learning point. And he got past that. He got better and blah, blah, blah. But so far, everything we've seen, and it's it's early, but so far everything we've seen has validated the yeah. questions we had about Jeremy Pruitt. There's no, I mean, this is the second largest line in the history of Georgia that I have. The only, in conference play, the only, uh, the only line that was larger was a uh, two or three year. Well, I don't know how many years ago was that? Um, in 2014, when Georgia was a 30. Uh, boy, how much were they? I'm trying to remember. I'm sorry, Josh, and I'm sorry to the audience. Isn't it the same? Isn't it the same line that it was from Middle Tennessee State earlier this year? It's very similar to that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they were they were a larger. Uh, I think they were a thirty-three or thirty-four point favorite over Vanderbilt uh, in two thousand fourteen. They absolutely killed Vanderbilt that night. But um, yes, it's very similar to the Middle Tennessee State one. I, I just, that they've got something like uh, they've got a nearly one hundred percent chance to win the game. Tennessee does. I mean, do you ever? Do you think people? Like when people get all, well, you know, this makes me nervous. I don't see what there's any nervousness about with this game in any way. Tennessee just cannot do it. Right. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a theoretically anything is possible guy. Sure. But, yeah, Tennessee's, Tennessee's terrible. Tennessee's not going to beat Georgia. Tennessee, you know, going to have to circle the wagons against who? Vandy? Um, well, that's in two already, months. Right. So you got a chance to get better and have a chance to huh. beat Vandy if you're Tennessee. I mean, we're in agreement that Tennessee, that Kentucky's decent, which makes them at least they are going to have a hard time beating Kentucky, even though that right, game's at, at home. At at least decent, Kentucky is far better than Tennessee. So yeah, I mean, if you're Tennessee, you're talking about you know a circle that bandy game, load it up. See what well, we you know, they've got they're playing at Georgia at Auburn week, and then they've got another. They play at Georgia at Auburn, then they get. Uh, uh, Alabama at home, and they play at South Carolina. I mean, the likelihood of them winning in any of those games is probably a little lower than um, than twenty percent. You know. Uh, oh yeah. And you know, then they play at South Carolina. And I just they they host Charlotte, a game, a team they should beat. You would think. I mean, they beat East Tennessee by uh, nearly sixty points. Uh, Kentucky and Missouri. You know, I don't know. They're not going to get past uh, them getting to three wins in the SEC seems impossible to me almost. But they could get to two for sure. Um, but I wonder if they'll get to, to one. I mean, the way that Florida beat them 
was embarrassing. It was bad. They have given up now in two games in four two out of their four games they have given up forty or more points. Now I, I would say there's no shame in giving forty points to West Virginia, but there's there's always some shame in allowing forty points. You know, I mean, but for Florida to do it to you, I mean, Florida, they 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 they, they didn't get past twenty against the Cats. I don't, I don't right. know. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, Tennessee, it's uh, uh, folks are still trying to, you're doing it right now. You're still trying to, um, you know, give context for how bad Tennessee is. But I don't think people need that anymore. I think people yeah, understand. You know what, you're right. If, if people don't understand how, that Tennessee is terrible, terrible, a bad football team, a bad football program, then they're never going to understand it. They probably are Tennessee people. So, you know, that's just. That's where Tennessee is right now, and and it's not a significant game on anybody's schedule. You know, they're just not. The Georgia people, because of history, because it's a home game, because it's the three thirty game, they'll show up, they'll be excited, they'll tailgate, et cetera, et cetera. Well, it's but it's, it, it's still Tennessee, but it's not. I mean, this is no longer. Um, I mean, Kirby called it a rivalry today. I would take issue with every every game Georgia plays can't be a rivalry. I mean, is South Carolina-Georgia really a rivalry? If it is, then you'd have to include Tennessee. What I'm saying is there's got to be a black and white line. We can't have every team that Georgia plays be a rivalry because if by that rationale, they would have not fewer than five rivals that they play every single season. And that's just, not, I mean, come on. So... Um, you know, I don't know about that, but it is a big game. There's no doubt. It's a what what I would describe Tennessee as is always a big game. But you're right. There, there's just no confusion about who should win this game or who will win this game. Probably, there's no confusion about. I mean, you're just not. You're not excited about it at all. No, I mean, I just will not. You are vastly die. more interested in the uh, Kentucky. Um, uh, Kentucky-Carolina game, which is an, an interesting game for sure. You're far oh, more oh, yeah. interested in that than anything else. I mean, Kentucky's in first place with Georgia in the East. And I believe I would be, you know, obviously I cover South Carolina professionally, so all of my, you know, that's where all my focus is. But I think I would be that the same way as the casual fan. Um, just the casual, you know, whoever, the random Texas A&M fan. For the random Texas A&M fan who just keeps up with the league, I bet you... South Carolina, they're more interested in seeing one after South Carolina, Kentucky. No, I think than they are. Well, the, I think the the, t, the TV uh, numbers will, will 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 dictate that you're you're talking about a more elite fan. I think than than I mean the the standard fan is going to watch the broadcast TV uh, CBS game more than they are going to watch this South Carolina Kentucky game, which I think is SEC is SEC Network, Josh. Yes, Do you even uh, know? that's bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's the seven thirty game. I have, to, I have to pay. I have to. I never remember what TV network it's on. Anything. That's a, that's yes, a standard. Is, that's a standard thing. That's pretty important. I would argue. Well, not for me. I mean, I go to the games. You remember? I don't have to watch them on TV. <laughs> you're just getting kind of. I'm just, you're really snappy just, right now. I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm just saying. What's uh, if you're a month into this? Uh, what, what's the overlying? Do you do you are you in this? Are you in this boat where? Uh, no one can beat Alabama. Are you that guy right now? Because they have looked very good. 
No, I'm not quite that guy. I think that Georgia can. I think that Georgia, if they get better, um, I mean, really get better, if they <clears throat> play their best game, if Alabama turns the ball over, which, I mean, I'm not, I'm not pulling back the reins on Alabama's a lot better than everybody, but I'm pulling back the reins a little bit on Tua Tungavailoa is Jesus. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just think, I mean, I know he's thrown like 80 passes with no interceptions, but from what I've seen, and I don't study him, you know, all the usual disclaimers, but from what I've seen, he puts the ball in jeopardy too much for them to be unbeatable. You know, there's going to be a game that they have three turnovers. Yeah. And if that coincides with them playing Georgia and Georgia playing well, then Georgia can win that game. The problem is, Alabama, you know, Auburn could win that game if they have three turnovers. But if Alabama gets to Atlanta undefeated and Georgia does play a really good game and beats them, guess who's still going to the college football playoff? Alabama. And, you know, so can somebody beat them twice? I'm not sure. But, yeah, I can beat them once. I think Georgia could beat them, I think, into the future. Potentially Clemson, although they like Georgia, would have to get a lot better. I think potentially Ohio State. Um, those are all – possibilities but we're talking about you know we're, we're absolutely talking about the stars align <clears throat> these teams they have to get better <clears throat> and on that day the stars have to align to some degree so they're better they're better than everybody else are they they're the best team in college football yeah that will be true mm-hmm. whether or not they win the sec championship or not or win the national championship or not they're the best team program in college football yes i think so and i think i think after this week at missouri if you watched Georgia play, you were like, wait a second now, this is not going to work. This is not going to work against Alabama. It's not going to probably work against Ohio State. So, uh, although, why, the one thing about the way Georgia is, I mean, I think their margin of error over the, a lot of the teams they play is significant. I think where they are, they are not as good as they were last year. Um, they are different than they were last year. And it may be that because they're different than they were last year, they can win a game that they, they didn't last year, which would be the Alabama game. I kind of, you yeah. know, I don't know if I really believe that, but it does well, look to me like what the, the one thing that, you know, Alabama is going, it should be able to run the ball against every single team they play. Please keep the Clemson defensive front rhetoric to yourself. Uh, I think everybody that they play, they should run against. They did that last year, basically, and um, I don't know why that would be different this year. Maybe LSU will give them problems, but they're going to still run. Mm, I think what you're saying is 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 the is the great question conundrum for the year, which is if you are that much better than everybody else, was Nick? Saban correct all along and being very conservative at this at the play caller position uh, excuse me signal caller position or was he right to make a change to a more dynamic playmaking you know quarterback if Tua plays you know if, if Tua plays in a way 
that is under control and they don't make turnovers, I don't see how Alabama loses. I mean, right. maybe, yeah, I maybe, and I, I do think the Georgia special teams are better than, than Alabama's, I have to say. But I, I don't know that there's anything else that's so much better from Georgia's perspective than Alabama. I mean, Georgia's secondary is better than Alabama's secondary, but they don't play one another. So you'd have to match up Georgia's secondary with Alabama's receivers, who are pretty good. Um, Georgia's defensive front is, I don't think, as good as Alabama's offensive front. So you'd think Alabama would do better there, the front seven against the front five. Um, you know, it, it just seems like Alabama's better in those situations than Georgia to me from what I've seen. Clemson, I think, is entering a new phase. They're in a situation now with starting Trevor. They're going to be a slightly different team. But they, they're they not going to be able to play the way that they typically have in the past unless I'm missing something. If they're going to go out there with Trevor and Trevor become Deshaun Watson moving around or Kelly Bryant moving around, that's not what Trevor is. So you're going from a particular style of quarterback to a different style of quarterback. And the question is, is the move to a more more pocket-centric guy going to yield the results that you did not get last year? I don't know. I mean, Clemson. Well, I don't think that. I think that we get too. All of us get too concerned about whether this guy can do this or X or Y or Z. Than just who is the better player? Trevor well, Lawrence is the better player. Trevor is the better the, player. Yes. With the with the with the by far the highest upside, and Clemson's making the play that we just talked about, which is we got time to try to get better. Our ceiling with Kelly Bryant is not Bama. Our ceiling with Trevor Lawrence might be. Not Bama, but Bama for a day. You know, the the one good enough one day. So that's what well the be, the best quarterback. I think the best quarterback of the people who will be challenging Alabama is Jake Fromm. He's not the most physically gifted, but he's the one well, who's yeah. the most steady and in control. It's times it's, it's bizarre to me, Josh. And see, you know, when you're up in the press box like y'all are, you know, you can see things so much easier, but. You know, there's times in the game where guys are just completely wide open for Jake Fromm. Like, it makes no sense that they're that wide open. Uh, but they right. are. And it's part of that is his, his uh, you know, if, if, if what everyone is saying is true about Jake Fromm, then he never gets, he, he, then he knows exactly what he's doing before the snap, and he gets him into the right place, and he diagnoses things, and he goes through his reads. If everyone, what everyone is saying is true, and what appears on Saturdays is true, uh, so he will be the steadiest hand. But what he doesn't give you is the ability, like Trevor would, to make throws that other guys can't. Trevor can do that, but there is another guy on Georgia's team, Justin Fields, that can. So, I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I think, I think there's a reason why Alabama is a, is a heavy favorite to win the national championship. I just don't know right now. I really don't know that anybody can catch up to them. And I, I'm not one of these people. I really hate the, there's no way this can happen, people. And there's no way that anything other than Alabama winning can be what happens. That's not true. But they are clearly, clearly the leader in the clubhouse. Um, right. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. And I don't see I any think other there are way teams to say that it. on certain days, if things if they progress well this season, can beat them. And I hope that those teams progress well, because it would be boring if they beat everybody by twenty points. Right. But they might. Well, you don't you don't play well every time. Now Alabama has played well pretty uh, 
they, they have played pretty well most of the season. I've seen every single game they've played so far. They didn't play unbelievable against Texas A&M, but they played fine. Um, and and if if the difference between Clemson and Alabama is the twenty some odd points, which also has a different home, who is a home field, uh, that would be disturbing to me if I were everybody in college football. If Clemson is supposed to be the number, let's just call them a top five team. And the only opponents thus far that we've seen people share is Texas A&M, Clemson, and Alabama. If 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 Alabama is that much better than Clemson, that is frightening because that would mean Alabama is that much better than everybody else too. I mean, who is really going to get in their way in the West? Do you think? Do you think LSU can beat them? No, I don't think so. But. I see. I think, I think they. I think they could, but they don't. The, the, the quarterback is not that great, man. He's he's okay. No, at, at right. right. So yeah, they can, um, but nobody will expect them to. I mean, they'll still be. They'll be at least what ten point favorites, Bama. Uh, against LSU, at least maybe two. two yeah. Maybe two touchdowns. Whereas I don't know. I don't know where the game is. I believe it's. Uh, I believe. It's in in, in LSU now. Let me just check while we're on the while we're on the phone here. But go ahead. What were, what else were you saying? Oh, that's it. I mean, I, I mean, I you know, just I hope somebody gives them a run, but I'm not convinced they will. Well, I think somebody will give them a run. I, I don't know that any. It's the game is the game is in Baton Rouge. I don't know that anybody. I mean, look at look at LSU's schedule here, man. I mean, they're they're playing the Gators, Georgia, and then State. They could lose any of those games. Now I don't think they're likely to lose against the Gators or State, but they could. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, yeah, LSU is not is not Alabama. LSU is not. No, I know. I mean, they're they're just they're very they they're number five in the country, which which is wow. But they're fragile. They are, they, are fra- they are fragile. I said they were playing the Gators this week. I got I think I did I say they were playing the Gators this week or did I. I can't remember. You might. Well, you know they're they're playing Ole Miss this week. They're playing the Gators next week, which was what I was thinking of with CBS's uh, statement that they're going to get that game. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, the league is very uh, in the in the in the '90s or even ten years ago. Did you think that Tennessee would be in the bottom quarter of the SEC for multiple years? No. No, I never. No, I never would have dreamed that. Mm-mm. How and we'll we'll slowly get to the end of our broadcast by by me asking you how do they get out of this mess? I mean, Jeremy, Same way they got into it. Jeremy Pruitt is going to have to do this. Same way they got into it very slowly. I mean, you just don't. You know, they're not they're not a year or two away from from contending for the SEC title. They got to put it back to back to back to back to back, and that's what I'm not sure Jeremy Pruitt has the patience for. Or the temperament, or the or the ability for. We'll see. Maybe he does. Absolutely might. But my, you know, my bet right now would be no. But even if he did, even if he is, even if he does, you know, it's gonna take a while. Okay, you've been listening to the roundtable on Dog Post. Next week, join us as we wrap up Georgia's game with Tennessee and look forward to Georgia's night game. Probably the only night game of the year for Georgia at home against Vanderbilt. Thank you for listening to the Roundtable on Dog Post.
love will 